Hey there. We're Megan, Lauren, and Lindsay. We're three teacher advocates who've been where you are and know what you're going through. We believe that teachers are as important to the education system as the curriculum, and our goal is to support you as a teacher and a person. This is everything your teacher prep didn't prepare you for. Welcome to Real Teaching 101. Hello, everybody. If you are listening in the United States, you might be surprised to think that it's Independence Day. And what are Megan and Lauren doing except working on Independence Day? We fooled you. We filmed this in advance and are releasing it on Independence Day. And if you're not in the United States, happy Independence Day anyways, or July 4th, or whatever date it is that you're listening to us. Um, I am Lauren, joined with Megan. Say hello, Megan. Hi, everybody. That's it? You're just going to say hi? (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I don't think America deserves a birthday party this year. I think we have some learning to do. And um, if any other country wants to to tell us about their nation celebration, I'll celebrate that one. But we're not doing great here in the U.S., guys. I don't know if if you've noticed. (laughs) You don't think that translates into the world news? Yeah, something something tells me it does. <laughs> so in honor of this little holiday, Megan and I are taking a different route here. And to be honest, we're not sure how this is going to land. So we've okay. got some very important homework for you, which is to give us feedback. You know, like you would ask your students when you try a lesson and you're like, guys, we're just going to go here. So we're calling this episode Recess and we're doing something different, which is not talking about teacher things. We're just going to have regular good old-fashioned chit-chat. I'm very excited about that. So in I, I, I'm the, the genius behind this episode, or the not genius, depending on how this goes. Definitely if it's genius. not good, Lindsay did it. If it's great, <laughs> I did it. But I was thinking to myself, what did I used to do at recess a lot? And so I made something. Do you have any guesses whatsoever on what I made? Okay. Can I have two guesses? Sure. Okay, right away what came to my head was either some type of hopscotch or mash. No. Do you remember I mash? Was, I wish it was mash. It is not, but I'm going to now reveal it to you. Okay. It is this thing. <gasps> yes. Now, I have called this a cootie catcher in my life, but I guess now apparently it's called a fortune teller. But for those of you who can't see because the podcast is an audio medium, it's <laughs> that thingy that you would fold your paper and then move yeah, your fingers and then, like, in and out and – have something under the end? Did I miss it? What else would you add? No. And like, so like it would either have like words or numbers and you would tell somebody to like, oh, pick a number. And then you move it that many times and you pick up a flap and it says something. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. you're right. Now I do see it as fortune teller, but I definitely, cootie catcher is what we said when I was little too. Right. And so I made this yesterday and then I left it (gasps) on my dining room table and my husband goes, oh my God, I haven't seen one of those in years. And I was like, oh good. It's going to work. This bit's going to land. So uh, I made one. And what I also did and did not tell you to do is I made a list of all of the things that I was like, I need to tell Megan about this. And I have kept this list secret from you for like two weeks. And oh, that excited. is what is on the inside of the cootie catcher. So yes. you're going to play my cootie catcher. And then when you pick a little thingy, it's going to be one of the things that I've been meaning to talk to you about. Now, if you don't have a lot to say on the topic, I guess we can turn this into a game and say pass or let our conversation go wherever the heck it goes. The other thing that's going to happen is that recess is a timed event. So we only (laughs) have 15 minutes to get through this whole little cootie catcher conversation bit. Before the whistle blows and it's time to line up. Yep. And get back to class. All right. And something tells me like 
nobody has ever really described me as like didn't have a lot to say on any topic. So I think we're going to be good. Let's find out because this is some stuff. I was looking at it when it was all open and I was like, she's going to think I'm a lunatic. No, not at all. I'm super, super pumped for what's about to happen. Okay. Well, we are approaching the time to get started. I'm going to little time my Google timer so that we okay. 15 minutes. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do I pick a color? Yes, pick a color. Blue. Blue. B-L-U-E. Give me a number. Um, Eight. Really? I have to count that high? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Give me a number and this will be our topic. Is that a seven? Yes, it's five, six, seven, seven eight. Seven. Seven. All right. I don't even remember what's under here, so this is going to be real fun. Okay, so this is a question that I ask myself every time I'm at the grocery store. Why do I use the self-checkout when I hate the self-checkout? Well, I feel like if you go up and you're weighing your options and there are lines, you might think to yourself, oh, there's no line here. This is going to be faster. But what it is, is not faster because something is going to ding and that red light's going to come on and then you're stuck standing there until a person comes over to you anyways and has to scan their badge. And then it's like a whole to do. And you could have just like waited in line and already been done. And I don't know why I do this. This is like this sadomasochist thing where I'm like, I'm going to get out of here fast. I'm going to use a self-checkout. And the exact thing that you described where something beeps or something wasn't weighed properly or I clicked Mm -hmm. through the thingies too fast. Oh, it drives me crazy. Do you know the pavilions by your house? Yes, that's the one that continually drives me crazy where I ask myself this question. So let me tell you, I got into an argument with a lady at that pavilions one time because she was being so rude. So I was in line and it was like the express like 15 and less. And it was like me, maybe like four other people. And it was like the sweetest older lady checkout lady. And she was just saying to everybody like, oh, hi, honey, how's your day going? Oh, you know, have a great day. Like that kind of thing, like nothing crazy. And so like she went to the person in front of me and she like, you know, said it to them and was like, Oh, have a great day. And then it was my turn. And she's checking my thing. Same thing. She was like, Oh, this looks great. Like that kind of thing. And there's like a woman, like two people behind me and she's super loud talking on her phone. And she's like, Oh my gosh, this woman is just taking forever. And she's stopping and talking to everybody. And I turned around and I was like, you need to stop. I was like, you are being ridiculous and rude. She was like, it is my lunch break. I was like, it is everybody's lunch break. And it is not (laughs) our fault that you planned poorly and did not give yourself enough time to like have lunch. Like, so you don't take your nastiness out on everybody. Oh, we got into it. And there were two like poor people standing between us as I'm shouting at this woman. And then the poor like older, she was just like, "Ah." and so I like called over the manager and like went on this whole tangent about what a great job she does and like how pleasant she is and like I would always like specifically look for her because she was like so nice and sweet and um yeah that's my story about yelling at somebody at pavilions well that lady should have used a <laughs> self-checkout a hundred percent okay next color okay um pink p-i-n-k oh we're back to the five six seven eights uh five one two three four five all right you have one two three four Two. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. I'm like I'm putting excited. my weirdness out here in the world. No, I like it. Okay. So this question <laughs> comes from the daytime TV that I've been watching. 
Okay. So, you know, I'm on summer and I love to watch uh, The Price is Right. Let's make a deal. Mm -hmm. So those Klondike bar shows come up. And you know the little jingle for the Klondike bar? You're looking at me like... No, no, no. Right? The what... Yes. What would you do for a Klondike bar? For a Klondike bar. So I got myself thinking and I said, well, one, I've never had a Klondike bar. But two, I'm going to assume that it's fantastic. So what what would I do for a Klondike bar? So my question to you is, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Proverbially. Not a damn thing because I have had a Klondike bar and I don't think they're that great. Are they not that great? Describe no. for me the not good Klondike okay. bar. And for those okay. of you who have no idea what we're talking about, it's that chocolatey coated ice cream, allegedly loaded, big and thick, no room for a stick. So what might you do for a Klondike bar? I told okay. you I watch a lot of daytime TV. So it is just a square, like yay thick, of vanilla ice cream. That's it. Just covered with like a chocolate shell. And it's not and- vanilla ice cream? Well, I mean, it's fine, but if you're like going for some type of like ice creamy dessert, it is quite literally like one of the last things I would choose for a multitude of reasons, which I will now list. One, when you bite into it, the chocolatey shell like breaks off into different pieces, you know, like it's like an iceberg melting or something. Well, but isn't that a, a factor of any ice creamy dipped bar? Dipped bar, perhaps, but so then it comes in like the world's thinnest foil, and I feel like like the people who package light bulbs must also be the people who package Klondike bars because like very little care is put into it. So you're not getting a solid square when you open it up. It is somehow already cracked and or damaged. All right, so one bite in, okay, the chocolate comes out. That's fine. I can peel off some bits. I can eat it, whatever. It is melting immediately, Mm. immediately that inside vanilla ice cream is melting onto the world's thinnest foil onto my hands. And I just don't want to live in a world where people think (laughs) are the best ice cream when there is such a thing as a chip burger. Do you know what a chip burger is? I'm assuming it is like a choco taco, but it's a burger. Okay, perhaps this is an East Coast term. A chip burger is the two chocolate chip cookies uh, with vanilla ice cream. Some people say chip witch. Oh, yes. Or an it's it's. Sure. Well, an it's it's is, for, is like that. It's a, a ice cream cookie sandwich from San okay. Francisco, and it's like big and thick. No room it, for a stick. <laughs> see, already we have improved Klondike bars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so I'm hearing you would do nothing for a Klondike bar. Nothing for a Klondike bar, but if you were to ask me that, like, what would you do for a chip burger? Then I'd probably be like, well, are we talking like legally? Are these supposed to be illegal things? The guy in the commercial shaved an eyebrow for a Klondike bar, so maybe something on par with You know, I don't know if anything would make me shave my eyebrow. Now, I did tell you how I I accidentally nared off half of my eyebrow on the morning of my high school graduation. Yeah, it was this one. Oh, this yeah. one from here, from here, over, gone. Mm-mm-mm. Guys, don't use nair on your face, at least not when you're 17. <laughs> and my sister drew it on, and then it rained. And so even my drawn-on part <laughs> oh. washed off. I don't know what I would do for a Klondike bar because I've never had one. So I would also go with nothing. Nothing. No, and I advise against it. So, But I must give Klondike some snaps for their advertising because I can tell you a lot about them having never had it. But I also have no desire to have it. 
No. And doesn't that make you wonder about like those things out there that don't ever have any advertising and have just been like dum-dums, like the lollipops? Dum-dum I lollipops. love a good dum-dum. How many times have you had that in your life? Like there is no advertising. There are no commercials. That it, it is just a staple in, I'm going to say the United States because I don't know if other places have dum-dums, but I mean, whatever they're doing. And you know what else? Speaking of delicious lollipops, I love that. Um, what is it? The how many licks owl? Oh, oh, Tootsie Rolls or Tootsie yes. Pops. That yes. is the same commercial from when we were wee babes. And they I, just used the same commercial. It has not been updated. The <laughs> That is one of those. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. 100%. And I, I I love that. And I will, I mean, unless, I don't know, unless Tootsie Pop is like a company that like supports things I despise. Other than that, like if they're up on the up and up, then I'm going to forever support them. Okay. Now, speaking of Tootsie Pops, uh, uh-huh. I have two follow-up questions. One, did you ever count to figure out how many licks it took to get you to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And two, did you ever collect the wrappers with the Indian shooting at the star? Never collected the wrappers, and w- and I absolutely tried to do the lick thing, but a never had the patience. And then after a certain point, like it get kind of splinters and like mm-hmm. you touch your tongue, and so by that point, I'd be like, ah, ready to bite. There was some major folktale Tootsie lore. Wait, there was some major Tootsie roll folklore. That's the better way. To no, say I it. liked the way you said it the first time. Oh, okay, we'll go. That with was that better. One. Anyhow. <laughs> Where if you collected the wrappers that had the Indian shooting at the star and sent them into the Tootsie people, you would get a bag of Tootsie Pops. I can't tell you whether or not that is true, but that's the rumor I heard. Around the recess yard. We have five more minutes, shall we? Okay. Yes. Um, Red. R-E-D. What is that? One, two, three, four? Um, Three. Three. One, two, three. Oh, we're back to five, six, seven, eight. Um, six. We didn't do that yet, right? No. Six. Okay. 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 So this is something that continues to baffle me in 2022. And I have seen this at least twice in the last two months. Who are these people who still have at AOL.com email addresses? Who are they? Why are they out there? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. One of them is my oldest sister. Shut the front door. I will not. No, she absolutely does. And um, I have mocked her about it numerous times. I should text her and and ask if she's still using that. I've tried to explain to her that Gmail is free, Um, but she absolutely hasn't. No, you know what? The last time I sent her something, it was through her work email. So she does have one normal 2022 email that I think is just work-related, but she absolutely absolutely had an AOL.com. Like, and yeah. is still, I wonder, how is this in service? Like, what other website is hosting this? Because AOL died with the dinosaurs. And I, I, I refuse to believe that these even are legitimate or that they work. This seems like I might have, like, given out to some guy at a bar and at AOL.com email address along with a 555 phone number. Like this just doesn't <laughs> seem legit. I gave out a fake phone number one time when I was in college and it was like the first night back and like classes hadn't started yet. And I just gave this guy and I would always give like almost my real number and just change one digit because if not, I wasn't going to remember it. And I was always worried they were going to be like, Ooh, say that again. 
Um, and this was before people would like immediately call you. So I definitely gave him a fake number. He was kind of a weirdo or uh, that's not nice. I probably shouldn't say that. I don't know. I got a weird vibe from him. So, and you know what? Girls don't have to give you their phone numbers. So period, end of discussion. Anywho, so <laughs> like uh, classes started a few days later and he was in one of my classes, <gasps> no. but I don't think he remembered me. At least he d- just kind of like acted like he didn't. And I was like, look, I will 100% act like we've never met before. Like maybe he was super drunk and like really doesn't remember whatever. So like later on in the semester, we were put into a group together to work on, uh uh-huh, to work on a project together. And like right away, like all the groups kind of like got together and like everyone exchanged phone numbers. So I was like, crap. So not only like, is he going to know that I had given him a fake number? I now have to give him the real number. Um, and he never said anything in the text. It was only ever about like the group project, but I've never given out a fake number after that. Cause I was like too terrified. Well, now you can give out an at AOL.com email address because apparently they still exist and are mm-hmm. in service. I, I saw one driving on a van in the, the carpool like the company. Yes, it was like a plumber's van and it was their thing was such and such at AOL.com. And I was like, oh no. Oh. Have you, what if I go to AOL.com right now? Let's see what comes up. Oh, please. Hold on. Can I share my screen with you? Yes, please. Oh my gosh. It kind of looks like Yahoo, but worse. Yeah. But doesn't it? Oh, look, we get your daily horoscope. <laughs> oh no. It definitely like still gives me major AOL vibes like it was back in the day, just with like updated pictures of Justin Bieber. Okay, what happens if you click login slash join? There you go. You have to put in a username, email, or Or mobile. interestingly enough, you can continue with Google, Google or, Yahoo. or Yahoo. Do you think if I tried to put in one of my old um, AIM oh, screen do names, it, it would work? Do it. Do it. What was your Did most I, embarrassing ho- screen name? Hold on. I'm going to show you one right now. Oh, that's right. Lego my... <laughs> Yeah. Lego. <laughs> yep. Lego my Mego. And then I'm trying to think what else I had. Well, what happens if you click next? Well, oh, well, let's try. Okay. Lego my Mego. I thought it was going to make me put in like a. Oh. oh. It's probably something like, do you want to see what my password was? <laughs> <laughs> Typical no. Megan. Oh, it was invalid. Oh. <laughs> uh. So now if you ever meet that person, you can let them know. That 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 he was my password? Yes. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> We're from the same place. <laughs> did, did he know he was your password? I don't think I ever mentioned that. Ah! Um, oh, no. That's my bell. Okay. I can't <laughs> hear it. But I can hear it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, that was super fun. It was. It was it was quite the little little razzle dazzle of all of the things that you and I would talk about um before we record. Would you like to know the other things that were on here? More than anything. Okay. So the next one says <laughs> Oh god. I'm thinking of watching professional wrestling. Okay. No thank you. Pass. Okay. Um <laughs> forging cookies need to be renamed. Okay, yeah, um, I can get behind that. Coffee grounds equal enemy. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. Uh, 
It just says something corporate, like the band, because I was listening to one of their songs. Do you know that I have made life choices based off of a something corporate song? I met a girl who kept tattoos of homes that she had loved. If I were oh. her, I'd paint my body till all my skin was gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. That explains <laughs> so, so much. Does it also explain my password? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the last one says hairspray movie versus hairspray musical. I do love the movie hairspray. Hands down, 100% would pick it every time of the musical. It is a good, good movie. And I mean, again, I'm a Maryland person, so you know me. I'm singing that Good Morning Baltimore all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I should mm-hmm. go back. If you want to watch professional wrestling, go for it. <laughs> I well, have had to go to wrestling events before because my oldest nephew, his entire life has been super into wrestling. I have wanted to go to zero, and I have gone and paid for I think two. Well, I never said I was attending. I said I was contemplating watching. My thinking was this in the very few minutes, because otherwise we're just going to have to (laughs) go into lunch here, uh, was that I recognize that I watch reality TV, like lousy reality TV, 90 Day Fiance, which is obviously staged by producers for maximum dramatic effect, a la professional wrestling. So really, what's the difference between my 90 Day Fiance characters and you know, those who are doing the uh, clothesline, pile drivers, WWE, whatnot. I was just toying with the idea. I haven't no, gone there yet. No, you know what? Yet, but- you bring up a good point. And I feel like wrestling, because it's people like fighting, might even be more entertaining than some of those shows. I, I watch a lot of those shows. I mean, so. there's a it has a huge audience, huge following. Every event I've had to go to, it's like ridiculous it's like stadiums like there's Mm -hmm. stadiums of people and me who very much does not want to be there Mm -hmm. i thought i was gonna get like you know asked to leave one time because i didn't realize that it would get real quiet at certain points and i was trying to talk to my sister about like now is um, this your sister with at aol.com because this (laughs) might explain a lot as to why you're at these events yes i'm sensing a theme here amongst these people she i will defend her here she wanted to be there as much as I did, but it's her son. And like neither her or I were going by ourselves, just taking him. So we were like, well, I guess we'll all three go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was being kind of very judgmental about some of the people around me. And it was really loud. And so I was like saying things to her. And then all of a sudden it got very quiet and my loud voice continued. Mm. And I got a lot of stares. And I was like, Oof. Ooh, I-, I might have to leave. Ah, well, I'm glad they didn't uh, throw you into the ring. That, that would have been no bueno. But maybe it would have been planned. I don't know. But anyhow, that was my little conversation cootie catcher. How fun. I love that. I think we should make the cootie catcher like a regular segment. Oh. I'll make well. one next time. But I'm going to have to like remember how to fold one. I'm going to have to look it up because it's been a minute. Oh, it came back like riding a bike. All right, friends who are listening, we would love to know what you thought of this. Um, Please be gentle with your feedback, (laughs) although constructive, um, or let me know what you think of any of these things because we're just curious and part of being teachers or part of being friends. So we're all friends here. Absolutely. And there's nothing like teacher friends. 
Amen to that. And if you liked non-teacher talk, it's just nice for a break every once in a while. It's like seeing an adult in the hallway for the first time and you've just been around kids. All right, friends. Well, I hope you all have a lovely day wherever you are, whatever holiday it is that you were celebrating. And stay tuned next week because we have an awesome episode on Banned and Challenged Books coming up. And it is fantastic. Um, I highly recommend everybody listens to it more than once. So tune in next week and then we'll always be back with something fun. Talk to you later. Before you leave us today, know that you're appreciated and we know you're doing everything you can. Let's stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RealTeaching101 or email us at RealTeaching101 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Ambitious Ed. Thanks for listening today and we'll see you next class.